Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, about the Bible. Jace and Dedeker, how are you today? I'm cold, honestly, because I'm back in the good old US of A, rather than Singapore. Singapore, it's perpetual summer, and over here in the western states, it's uh, actually winter, because there's actually seasons over here, so I'm a little cold today. I mean, it's not that cold. It's LA, so it's, what, <laughs> like 50s or something like that? Yeah. Really not that cold at all. Just comparatively, on my poor little system. It's a little bit of a system shock. But I am drinking some wine, and I am very happy to be back around all y'all for a super wholesome weekly activity of reading the Bible together. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Back for our wholesome activity of reading the Bible every week. Yeah, and, you know, drinking some alcoholic beverages to accompany it but yes exactly. very wholesome right yeah no it is also quite cold here it, it is 55 but i am freezing my took us yeah, well, off. you're always you're always cold though <laughs> yes, like I perpetually am. yes yeah. yeah how are you okay. jace uh, you know, I'm I'm great. I'm excited to have Dedeker here in, in the mm-hmm. room with me drinking wine, um, which is great. She approved of my choice of wine, which we'll talk about in a little bit here. Ooh, yeah. Um, and I'm excited because we are getting to some cool stuff today in oh. the story of Moses and his people. There's been some pretty cool stuff leading up to this. Yes. That is what I appreciate about the story of Moses is it's pretty action-packed, at least at the beginning. Is the yeah. entire book all Moses? Is all of Exodus about Moses? Not just Exodus. Moses continues on into Deuteronomy. What? Yeah. Oh. That boy right. would be with us for a while. Yeah, we will be All with right. this we will be with this boy Moses for a while. <laughs> this eighty yes. year old boy Moses. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Emily, do you remember some of the action packed things that happened last time? Did were there a lot more plagues and the firstborn happened, the firstborn child dying, and then we mm-hmm. watched something and our Patreon about it from mm-hmm. um yeah two beautiful movies the prince of <laughs> yeah. egypt and the 10 commandments and it was very sad so finally then uh his heart was hardened or not hardened it was softened finally unhardened yes <laughs> yes yeah yeah go pharaoh finally it only took having your firstborn son die for that to happen yes mm-hmm. so what yeah, are we but- reading to what yes well, I was just going to say but that the people have been let go. He has let my people go. Yay, uh, finally. The thing we've been asking for for three episodes now mm-hmm. has Seriously. finally happened. Yeah. And now now they're out on their own in the in the big cold world. I know. Or hot, hot and cold. Was it hot world? there? I guess in the desert, it's both hot and cold. Yeah, it's both. It is, yeah. you know. It is, for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 So what are we reading today? Today we are reading Exodus 13, 14, and 15. And uh, what are we drinking today? Well, Jace, you selected a nice bogle. Uh, I did, yeah. What is, it? is it a cab? 
Yeah. Uh, it's a, yeah, Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, it's a Bogle. Cab mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bogle. Bogle, I feel like, is such a solid choice if you are snooty about wine, but also a little bit poor. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. That's a good. There you go. That's what I was going for. I went yeah. to the store in preparation for you being here and was like, what's snooty enough for Dedeker, <laughs> but not so expensive that I will feel like a chump for paying this yeah, for exactly. wine. So. Yeah. I can't help it. I, you know, I got, you know, family Napa cab blood in my veins. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm snooty about wine sometimes. <laughs> I hear you. I will not apologize for art. Emily, what are you drinking? So, okay. I had issue with this beer that I selected because it is the Brewing Dog Pink IPA and it says on it, it is a beer for girls. Whoa. Hmm. And hmm. I believe this is made here, is it? I don't know. Oh no, maybe not. In Shanghai? It's called Brewing maybe Dog. Brewing IPA? Dog. I feel it like has... there's so many like breweries and pubs and stuff oh, it's that vegan. have s- some combination of brew and dog in the name. It's so true. it says like... brew dog, not brewing, but brew dog. I know word. brew dog. Okay, so supposedly it's satirical. Uh, yes, punks for men and pink for girls. Right, wrong. Beer is for everyone. It's not defined by color. Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, okay, it says okay. pink IPAs nice. are flagship IPA. And it was delivered with a purpose for International Women's Day. Oh, okay, okay. I like you now. I like you again. Fine. Fine, that's sweet. They did. I mean, I bought it just because I was angry, and now I'm not angry. So thank you, (laughs) BrewDog. And it's certified vegan, so I like you even more. Well done. So now it should taste even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we had some, some tasty mm. pizza out of BrewDog Brewery. Oh, yeah, in Japan, really? Tokyo, yeah. In, yeah. 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 They have one here. I haven't been to it yet. Maybe, Dedeker, when you come, we can go. But, oh, yeah, um, be like, give yeah. me some of that lady beer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that I hear you got. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, yum. Tasty pizza and things. All right. And with that, let's get into this. We want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen along with us in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And Jace, I think you're starting. Yeah. And with that, we're starting with Exodus 13. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Sanctify to me... Oh, sorry, this is God. Or Yahweh, yeah. Sanctify Sanctify. to me... (laughs) This is Sean Connery. Sanctify to me all of the firstborn. Uh, Sanctify to me all of the firstborn. Whatever opens the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of animal, it is mine. Whatever opens the womb, like a speculum? No, no, whatever swims out of it. Anything, so anything Lord. born from a womb. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. So Open. opens the womb from the inside. Right. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. good. I'm good. Cool. I, cool. I have such a good appetite now. Okay. Right. Moses said to the people, remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of hand, Yahweh brought you out of this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. Now. Just because this day you go forth in the month Abib. 
It shall be when Yahweh shall bring you into the land of the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Amorite and the Hivite and the Jebusite, which he swore to your fathers to give you a land flowing with milk and honey, that you shall keep this service in this month. Is this, hang on, is this our first reference to a land flowing with milk and honey? No, we, we've, we've had Didn't that we a couple times so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's Was it's that drop, drop during the burning bush monologue? It's an Angelina it w- Jolie movie in the <laughs> land of milk and honey. I think it was also talked about at some point in Genesis, maybe, also. Oh, probably. Oh, and, and, and it was definitely talked about, well, in Job, it was my path overflowing with cream or whatever. Yeah, that was a little different. I just remember as a kid being kind of put off by it because like I hated milk. I still hate plain milk and honey. I just didn't have much of around the house. And so I was always like, what's the big deal with milk and honey? I don't get it. (laughs) Right. Why are we so excited about Mm -hmm. this? Yeah. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. And in the seventh day shall be a feast to Yahweh. Unleavened bread shall be eaten throughout the seven days, and no leavened bread shall be seen with you. Not again. Be seen. Whoa, whoa. If it tags you Chill. on Instagram, you gotta remove that crap. Yeah, untag, unhashtag. <laughs> yeah, block. <sighs> Neither shall there be yeast seen with you in all your borders. Okay, yeast either. Okay, got it. Yeah. You shall tell your son in that day, saying... It is because of that which Yahweh did for me when I came forth out of Egypt. It shall be a sign to you on your hand and for a memorial between your eyes that the law of Yahweh may be in your mouth. Hmm. What? Okay. For, uh, for with a strong hand, Yahweh has brought you out of Egypt. Okay. I, I like the uh, the shift that you did to like an old man who was saying like you shall tell your son on that day saying and it right. sounded like it was like an <laughs> even older more frail man than Moses talking to his son right because you know an old man doing an impersonation of another old man yeah. would be even older right yeah sure yeah I guess <laughs> okay probably out of Egypt um, you shall therefore keep this ordinance in its season from year to year. I don't. Then, yeah, wait, there's more, another quote inside of a quote marks, here. It's, yeah. Is, it's are not there going to be multiple quotes later? Okay. I'm going to assume that's like a and paragraph just, break that I didn't just want to warn you, Jace, like we can't be aging Moses too rapidly here because we got a lot <laughs> of ground to cover. So Jeez. I know he's okay, old, okay, but okay. he can't be that old because okay. we're going to just kind of run ourselves into the ground here with old man voice. Got it. Okay. Just let me... think of him as what's his butt. What is his butt? In I, Ten Commandments? What, Charlton Heston? That but yes. That the very I butt. mean that's definitely much more manly and yeah. and yeah. gun toting. <laughs> we we've already established this kind of like southern preacher, fervent southern preacher. I don't mind leaning into that. I'm okay. just saying okay. Okay. he no, can get I, older I, I over time, but we can't start out can't, too old. Can't go all the way. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay, all right. okay. Yeah. Okay. R- r- rain it back, rain it back. Mm-hmm. Okay. It shall be when Yahweh shall bring you into the land of the Canaanite, as he swore to you and to your fathers, and shall give it to you, that you shall set apart to Yahweh all that opens the womb, and every firstborn which you have that comes from an animal, the males shall be Yahweh's. Oh, so not everything that opens a womb, just the males. Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's just the male firstborn of everything that comes from an animal. Okay. Yeah, nobody cares about the women, obviously. 
every firstborn. Well, hang on, hang on. Sorry. Wait. Okay. I was, I was really Let getting me, somewhere good. There. I know you are, but I'm gonna <laughs> drop a little bit of farm knowledge on you because it makes sense. If you have like a goat or a bull, like these male animals, they're actually kind of useless because really you only need like one male goat or one male bull in order to impregnate all your cows or all your goats or all your sheep. And right. so oh, yeah. on most farms, male baby animals tend to get slaughtered right away and sold yeah. for meat or sold off for breeding or whatever. So it makes sense that it's like, well, actually all these male animals are a little bit useless. So it makes sense to just sacrifice them to Yahweh right away. Give those to Yahweh. Yes. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Every firstborn of a donkey, you shall redeem with a lamb. And if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. Jeez. <gasps> And Wait. you shall redeem all the firstborn of man among your sons. Wait, okay, this redeeming, I'm confused. So is every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb? Does that mean if there's a firstborn of a donkey, don't sacrifice that, you idiot. Sacrifice a lamb in its place. But if you don't sacrifice a lamb in its place, then you still got to kill it. And then redeeming your firstborn among your sons. What, what does that mean? Is he going to explain? Um, I'm looking up some other translations here. This is interesting. The Good News translation says, but you must buy back from him every firstborn male donkey by offering a lamb in its place. Wow. If you do not want to buy back the donkey, break its neck. You must buy back every firstborn male child of yours. So, okay, so is from the God, idea that is. From that that wait, how? I guess how do you... What? Okay. Well, buy okay, it back so with sacrifice. With sacrificing a lamb. It seems like okay. the exchange rate is one lamb to one other thing that you don't want to kill <laughs> um yeah. so like firstborn of the donkey also firstborn of your sons you need to sacrifice a lamb in yeah, its place I think, yeah to, as like a symbolic notion that they belong to yahweh yeah i think yeah so it's just the firstborns though okay that's good <laughs> so it's not every single donkey yeah like because i feel like you're gonna have a problem like, with your lambs after <laughs> for sure after for sure jeez <laughs> Okay, got it. But for every firstborn donkey you want to keep, you got to sacrifice a lamb. And then also do that with all of your firstborn kids, mm-hmm. too. Oh. Sons. Sons. Let's not... Well, bury the lead I mean, probably. It says you shall redeem all the firstborn of man among your sons. But okay. The, first, the firstborn doesn't Jewelry. give a gender, okay. but you're sure, right. Sure, it's sure. probably men. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, come on. Um, okay. Yeah. It shall be when your son asks you in, a, in time to come, saying... What is this? <laughs> that you shall tell him, by strength of hand, Yahweh brought us out from Egypt, from the house of bondage. And it happened, when Pharaoh would hardly let us go, that Yahweh killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of animal. Therefore I sacrifice to Yahweh all that opens the womb, being males. But all the firstborn of my sons I redeem." I see. So it's kind of another symbolic thing within another within another symbolic thing of what uh, happened was a in lot Egypt. Of, and like, really convoluted. <laughs> why why did they add all this in here? It, it's right? like a road map. It's a guide map. Yeah, it seems like some of this is also kind of some instructions for like how okay. to perform these rituals and what the purpose is of them. So it's a little bit of like a again a historical text, right? Yeah. Of understanding. Yeah. Right, like why we do these rituals yes. and why we do these and things. And how to do them in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. also some instructions. It shall be for a sign on your hand and for symbols between your eyes 
this whole like but the memory between your eyes and the symbols between your eyes thing is really yeah i'm like what's that what's mm-hmm. that about like in your because your brain's in between there or oh or, i assumed it was the third face tattoos but or is it your third eye yeah i see hmm that's a good question yeah for by strength of hand yahweh brought us forth out of egypt it happened when pharaoh had let the people go that God didn't lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and they return to Egypt. Uh, so I guess the land of the Philistines was kind of... Warring, war, I guess. War Un- mm. Unstable, mm-hmm. we might say. Mm, yeah. yeah. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness by the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up armed out of the land of Egypt. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him. Oh. Whoa. Joseph is back in the story. I didn't expect that. Let's dig up these old bones and grab them. Yeah, did they have them like in an altar or something? Okay. He, He took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had made the children of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall... Wait. No, this oh, is Joseph. Joseph from the past. So Dead Donny Joseph. Osmond. Let's find a Donny Joseph o- voice. Okay. Dead Donny Osmond. Okay. For he had made the children of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit <laughs> you. You shall carry up my bones away from here with Good you. Good commitment. Okay, yeah, thank good you. Commitment. That was good. That was I gotta impressive. give that a slow clap. Oh, good Well job. done, Donnie. Well done. It was it's as like though he, he was really, in the room with us. Exactly. He came from the grave. I love it. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm boy. glad Joseph's along for the ride. I don't think he's yeah. going to weigh in anymore, but I yeah, hope he would. It was a good little cameo. That was his... You know, it's like in the spinoff show, you have the character come back for like one episode. Right, exactly. That's, yeah, that totally. Like Moses has a dream where Joseph comes to him and right. sings him a song. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they took their journey from Succoth and encamped in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them on their way, and by night a pillar of fire to give them light, that, that, that they may go by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night didn't depart from before the people. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'd forgotten right. about that, but I definitely remember that as a kid being like, whoa. It's, like, that's pretty epic. That is pretty you intense. Know, that's, that's like, you know, that's, that's the God you think about. As a kid, you're like the god who's like a pillar of fire right. or a pillar of cloud, like something epic and and who's just uh, there. Yeah. I think it depends ass. on how big the pillar is, but yes. Oh, so you, you're see. thinking like a little wisp of fire? <laughs> like yeah, <a> exactly. <laughs> that just kind of hops along in the desert ahead of them. Yeah, I, I mean, many things can be called a pillar, but like, how big of a pillar are we talking <laughs> it's here? Like, how big does it have to be before you can call it a pillar? Mm. How I don't know, like a, a Corinthian column. Like, okay, I expect yeah, yeah. that. At I mean, it's God; he's flying. At least six feet, I'd imagine. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, probably like at least a foot diameter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. When I was a mm-hmm. kid, I remember, gosh, this was way back before there was anything remotely resembling a smart classroom. Um, <laughs> so in Bible class, when they would talk about all these stories, they had these like pre-printed little, not even quite poster-sized prints, like 
kind of in between poster size and normal paper size mm. of just different scenes that they would just like stick up on the board as they mm-hmm. were reading so that, uh-huh. you know, the kids could have a visual to understand yeah, what's going yeah. on. And I do distinctly remember this one of kind of illustrating the pillar of cloud and the pillar oh, of fire. Really? And it was freaking oh, wow. huge in yeah. their illustration. It's like <laughs> That's how I several stories tall. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like you'd see all the little people in the desert and there's this like huge pillar of fire. Yeah. That's awesome. Cheers. <laughs> Which All I guess right, you well, have to overcompensate for the size of God's pillars or something. Oh, anyway, we won't go down for that sure. road. <laughs> God is overcompensating in many ways. No, I'm, I'm sure he's not. He's God. But anyways, let's go on to Exodus 14. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn back and encamp before <laughs> fire wrath. <laughs> See, exactly. I don't know. I I don't know. It sounds like a sneeze. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Between Migdal and the sea before Baal Zephron. Zephon. Baal Zephron is Zac Efron's (laughs) uncle. Um. Good old Uncle Baal. You shall encamp opposite it by the sea. Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. So is this, this is God doing it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, what does Pharaoh sound like? Pharaoh they are entangled in the twang. land. No, he the had wilderness. like a little like a little bit of a twang, kind of like the Pharaoh from Joseph. I was I going for the like the Elvis kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. How does Elvis talk? They are entangled in the land. <laughs> <laughs> the wilderness has shut them in. The impromptu okay, that, that's musical as as I got. episode. I can't relate. I love oh, man. it. Yeah. <laughs> it will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will follow after them. And I will get honor over Pharaoh and over all his host. And the Egyptians shall know that I am Yahweh. They did so. It was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled. And the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was changed toward the people. And they said... What is this we have done that we let Israel go from serving us? He made ready his chariot and took his army with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over all of them. Wait, so Wait a minute. Six, he, 600 he chosen. Chosen ones. And then, and then also the rest all of them. Of them. <laughs> well, I think it implies there's they are choice chariots. Oh, you know, and those like, ones are probably like in the front, and then the rest of them are yeah, behind. Like the really good chariots with the sweet yeah. hubcaps. These ones, yeah, are like in like in Ben Hur, exactly. The hubcaps yeah. with like the blades on yeah, them. Yeah, the, the like the, serious business, no fooling chariots. Yeah, scary, yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just looking up some other translations of how. Yeah, okay, six hundred of his best chariots. Yeah. As well as all the other chariots. <laughs> it's like, it's so you could have just said he took all of them. But they really wanted to make you to make like new. Uh, gosh, they really wanted to make sure that you knew that he had the really good ones with okay, him too, okay, not okay. just yeah, yeah. the crappy ones. The really ones. good Got ones it. and the subpar ones, but all uh-huh. of them also. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yahweh hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. For the children of Israel went out with a high hand. What is a high hand? It's just like, like they goodbye. were like, peace. They were peace, like, bye, Felicia. Just... Like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No idea. I'll look mm-hmm. that up while you keep Was it reading. like they left with the upper hand because they'd stolen all the silver and gold and oh. jewels from the Egyptians? 
Oh, and yeah. And he's pissed about it. What does uh, it say? Uh, some of the translations are saying with great power, yeah. they were boldly leaving Egypt. They were like fl- flipping them the bird and yeah, exactly. them as they left. Bye. Yeah, the, the Message Bible, it, uh, bless its heart, um, <laughs> said, uh, as they walked out on him without even looking back. Wow. Oh, there it is. They were like, like, didn't we, even love we him We ain't going to give you a second glance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. The Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them encamping by the sea. Besides, <laughs> before. <laughs> well, ex- excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm not going to attempt that again, okay? okay? Like, if you guys think that you know what it says. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> by the sea before before Zac Efron's uncle before Yes. when Pharaoh drew near the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold the Egyptians were marching after them and they were very afraid the children of Israel cried out to Yahweh They said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you treated us this way? Bring us forth out of Egypt. To bring us forth out of Egypt. Isn't this the world, the word that we spoke to you in Egypt saying, Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. Whoa, 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 They're doing an impression of themselves. I love that. And also gaslighting. I don't remember any instance where the Israelites were, no, Moses, leave us be. We're happy serving no, the Egyptians. No, remember when the, when the make bricks with no straw happened? Sure. They, they were, were like, bro, back off. Like, stop meddling. Like, we're, sure, fine. They were, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. they were pissed about it, but I didn't know that they were like, nah, just don't even try. We, we want to serve the Egyptians. Well, I guess they I mean. Were. They didn't phrase it exactly like that. I'm just saying these... They were kind of like, stop meddling. Just let us do our thing. Okay. Moses said to the people, don't be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of Yahweh, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall never see them again. Yahweh will fight for you and you shall be still. Okay. Yahweh said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Speak to the children of Israel that they go forward. Lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go into the midst of the sea on dry ground. (gasps) Are we doing the, like, the parting of the way sea? Right, yes, because way back when you did did know about this scene. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty iconic. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Very famous. I, behold, will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall go in after them. And I will get myself honor over Pharaoh and over all his host, over his chariots and over his horsemen. The Egyptians shall know that I am Yahweh when I have gotten myself honor over Pharaoh, over his chariots and over his horsemen. Um, Okay. Just just in case you miss what I'm doing. Well, can I get a translation check on got myself honor over them? I'm like, pulled a fast one on them, got all up on them, got a good one on them, got him good. Uh, Like what? I think like showing that he's more powerful. Yes. Because Pharaoh is like a God King and he wants to be like, I'm more of a God. Oh yeah. I understand. Our God 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 can beat up your God. is kind of (laughs) what he wants. 
Moses. It's to like say. after I fragged Pharaoh, a good one. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yep. Let me let me see what translations we have here. Uh, well, in the King James, it's honor with a U. H O N O U R. That gives me nothing. Okay, yeah, help yeah, yeah. me here, okay. please. <clears throat> Tell me. Let's skip all. straight to the message. Okay, Just... here's the message. Okay, the message says. Meanwhile, I'll make sure the Egyptians keep up their stubborn chase. I'll use Pharaoh and his entire army and his chariots and horsemen. Comma, and that's the end of the verse. What? I, what? I, have to, God, I have to click to the what? next page. To God is like freaking it. snidely whiplash. Like, ha ha, they'll keep up their dubious chase and yeah, okay, we'll, we'll okay, frag okay, them a good okay, one. Okay. <laughs> you really want them to say frag them a good that's one? That's what though. it means in I my mind now. I'm sorry. About. Like, that's the closest meaning that I can come up with. Uh, okay. To put my glory on display so the Egyptians <laughs> will realize that I am God. Put my glory on display. Okay, that... That makes yeah, sense. That sounds like God would say that. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, there's, I like mean, when I... logistically, I'm trying to figure out, okay, so God has like both softened and then hardened Pharaoh's heart. And I think this is all just an elaborate ploy to get Pharaoh over to this like big old sea and then crush mm. his ass. Yeah, yeah, it does seem that quite way. Quite tactical. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, which, you know, know, is if... a little mean. Like, couldn't he have just mm. like let the people go? And then I mean, all's, all's fair in love and war, right? If, is if it, Yahweh's in this tiff what? with the other gods and slash god kings of, of Egypt. So like, he's basically making Pharaoh an example, is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. You know, it's, I, I'd never considered it before, but it, it almost kind of uh, makes it feel a little less shitty if you do acknowledge the fact that there are other gods involved in the story. Mm-hmm. Then it's like a battle between these gods to see who can kind of like one up the others and prove that like their people are the best and that they're the most powerful as yeah. opposed to where you assume there's just the one God who just arbitrarily decides mm-hmm. I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart just so I can mess with him. But this yeah. idea that God has stakes yeah. of, and, and competition. I never, th- never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, how that actually yeah. kind of makes God a better a better guy or i don't know maybe more justifiable <laughs> maybe more relatable yeah relatable there you go that's mm-hmm. the word i wanted okay the angel of god who went before the camp of israel moved and went behind them that's the pillar i guess yeah uh, okay or oh yeah? no no and no, then the pillar oh yeah and then the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them can pillars stand can like a, a cloud pillar stand is that what they're talking oh, yeah. about? Or are they? Yeah? Right, like how else would you describe a pillar being in a place? <laughs> I know, but it, but it's like the pillar moved and then it like, it was like, hey, hey, I'm standing behind you. Like, okay. I'm Very unclear strange. about whether the angel and the pillar are the same thing or whether the angel moves and then the pillar moved. Yeah, that, that, that the angel's a new character that is just kind of thrust into here. Hmm. Yeah, indeed. It came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel, and there was the cloud and the darkness, yet it gave light by night, yet gave it light by night. And the one didn't come near the other all the night. Wait, okay, so the, wait, there's the cloud and there's, there's the cloud and there's fire and there's darkness and there's an angel and one of them's not going near the other. There's suddenly this much bigger cast of characters protecting the Israelites than... I initially thought. Yeah, that was yeah. that's kind of hard to follow. That I know. Like, couldn't they have made this less convoluted? Apparently not. It's I, I, I think I think it's saying that the Egyptians 
and the Israelites didn't come near the, one another. The, yeah. As in, there were these ethereal things slash beings in between them, and so the Egyptians and Israelites didn't yeah. get near to each other. Okay, I'm looking at other translations, and, and they do seem to make it clear that the two camps didn't come near each okay. other all night, all right. or the two armies didn't come near each other all night. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and Yahweh caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. Okay? Hmm. So, like, basically just, like, the waters, like, split in half? Well, okay. Just think about... Okay, like, let's throw away every image we've ever seen of the parting of the Red Sea. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just read this description again. Okay, okay. About what Yahweh did. Yeah, so, okay, the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Beforehand? We're talking about beforehand? Yeah, like, what actually happened to the sea here? Yeah, yeah read it. Can you read it again, stre- Emily? So, okay, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and Yahweh caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all the night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. So, so like, okay. the sea became dry land, and then that- the waters, wherever they were, were divided? Okay, again, putting aside every dramatic retelling or image or movie or right, whatever, right. it just sounds like some extreme low tide, possibly, that like... <laughs> so easy right? to walk through, basically. Yeah, exactly, that it goes out so far that it's easy to either wade through or mm-hmm. walk through or, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and, and, that, it's, and that, it, that it took all the night, by yeah. a strong east wind, all the night. So this is like a slow process of this either tide or like yeah. a wind coming and kind of drying out this like thing of land. And the waters were divided. It. I guess if I think about it in maybe a more quote unquote realistic sense, it's like the the tide goes out so far, but maybe there's a section of the sea floor that's higher than the other, and so it appears as though the waters are divided on both sides. I don't know. Here we are yeah, trying that's, to. Yeah. Yeah. But but. Uh, but either way, that it's a slow process, it sounds mm-hmm. like, right? That it that it took all night. Yeah, I think we're so used to, to seeing it being this instantaneous, really yeah. dramatic yeah, thing. Right? We're yeah. divided. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, well, now they're about to walk. So, the children Uh-oh. of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their okay. right hand and on their left. Uh-huh. So, that, that's that does more specific, sound... Yeah, that's some more like, specific imagery. Okay. Yeah. So the Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, all of Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Okay, that's a lot of people. That's a t- this must have been one hell of a big sea. So yeah, well, this is this is a large sea. I'm I'm actually looking it up on a map right now, and huh. uh, let's see. By my estimates here, this sea, like if I pick like a moderately wide portion of it. We're talking, we're talking over a hundred miles across. Okay. Okay. Like a, well, that's that's a well. Okay. That's we the skinny ways. Oh so, really? So the Red Sea is like long and narrow, yeah. kind of, and it connects the Mediterranean Sea and the Gulf of Aden, whatever that is. But anyway, so it's it's like long and narrow, and across the narrow part of it, if I'm looking at this map correctly. Yeah, that that according to this key for like the distance, like the narrowest I mean there's a much more narrow part of this which I would say maybe would be like like 10 miles across, 20 miles across at the most narrow as it goes into the Gulf of Aden. 
Um, but I think most likely they're traveling across more the middle of it, which literally, yeah, we're looking at like 100 miles across at least. Wow. So All right. So this is a long so, trek. Yeah, a long way to go. Okay. So it happened in the morning watch that Yahweh looked out on the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of cloud and confused the Egyptian army. He took off their chariot wheels and they drove them heavily so that the Egyptians said, let's flee from the face of Israel for Yahweh fights for them against the Egyptians. Okay. So God, God made it so that their wheels just popped clean off. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 we, we can't do this anymore. So, okay, Yahweh said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come again on the Egyptians, on their chariots and on their horsemen. Oh, man, here it is. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the sea returned to its strength when the morning appeared and the Egyptians fled against it against it. Yahweh overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen, even all Pharaoh's army that went in after them into the sea. Okay. There remained not so much as one of them. Wow, all of them. I'm just going to pause again, because again, if we're trying to put a more realistic, quote unquote, view on this. So this idea that this like low, this extreme low tide of some kind sweeps through and the Israelites are about to go through. But again, like you said, it's like at least a hundred miles across. So it's a long clip. And if the Egyptians start pursuing them across that, I guess if it is a slow thing, that's enough time for the tide to start coming back in. Well, and so and the Egyptians the, could, in theory, be screwed over by it's like, well, we're caught in the middle of this, you know, tide situation or whatever it yeah. is. And yeah, well, because, OK, like, like, let's let's see how long does it take to walk a <laughs> hundred miles? Let's say 50 miles, right? A long time. Days. Okay, let's let's see here. How long would it take to walk fifty miles? Yahoo answers. They'll have my oh, back. Oh, great! Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, it, it'll be completely accurate as well. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Man, this the, section of the, show. the internet's the worst. Yeah. This is yes, a section of the show yes, that is. is like a brief crossover with my brother, my brother and me. Yeah, basically, where we start start doing mm-hmm. this. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, this person is saying it should take about 12 to 16 hours to walk 50 miles. What? If you're 12 to 16 it? hours of solid walking. Of just nonstop walking. Yeah. So, really? okay, this is someone's guess. But, like, okay, if we're thinking about this, like, so the, the Israelites are walking across, and Pharaoh's army is in chariots and stuff, mm-hmm. and the chariots are breaking. Because they're driving through the, you know, I mean, you always, you know, making the wheels pop off and stuff like that right. because it's. Okay, here, here, I know what we're going to do. Okay. So yeah. Bakersfield is about 100 miles away from LA. So okay. we're all going to walk. We're going to oh. walk from here okay. to Bakersfield. I'm in we'll Shanghai, so have fun. Okay. okay, here's the deal. So walking to Bakersfield, which does have some elevation, there are some mountains, uh-huh. um, but it's 101 miles away. And it, Google Maps says if you walked, it would be 43 hours, so about two days. Wow, so that's in quite a bit longer. If you were just straight up walking. Again, there's some elevation, so that would probably slow you down. Right. But 
Yeah, and I was looking up 50 miles, but maybe this person was being overly ambitious with how fast people could walk. Yeah, yeah. or maybe they're running. I don't know. Like Maybe they were jogging, yeah. But okay, so so we'll say two days of nonstop, no sleeping, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Which I don't know if either party is doing that in this case. Yeah. Yes. I think they right. would need to. They would but need to stop little. and camp and rest, yeah. So say they're midway through it, and Pharaoh's chariots are like breaking and stuff, and they're kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Trying to get yeah. that fixed because the Israelites don't have that problem because they're all walking. And because yeah. they packed that extra wagon wheel. <laughs> or no, they, they just they packed don't, light. I think they just don't have wagons. Yeah. They carried everything oh. with them. And so that's why they can go across the like muddy. I, mean, I was trying to make an Oregon Trail reference, but that's okay. Oh. The Red Sea Trail. That's the game the Red Sea Trail. To make. Another exciting product <laughs> from Mech. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that we got that figured out. <laughs> yes. Okay. So there remained not so much as one of them, but the children of Israel walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Yes, we know. <laughs> Thus Yahweh saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Damn. Wow. Israel so they saw like the washed up on shore. That's I know. Gross. Yike. Ugh. Israel saw the great work which Yahweh did to the Egyptians, and the people feared Yahweh, and they believed in Yahweh and in his servant Moses. I mean, I would. So this is, yeah, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, this is all about, like, wow, okay, I'm really scared of this guy now, but I believe in him. But he did save our asses, so that's okay. So I'm super excited. and It is so funny to kind of, because we've all seen scenes or paintings or movies or whatever that have portrayed this and it is so funny to compare it to what the actual text says um in our bonus content later on which is going to be available just to our patreon supporters we are going to be doing a little compare and contrast of the way that this scene has played out over the years and all the various like 15 million moses movies essentially that have been (laughs) made um that span a long time that go all the way back to like the dawn of film where there was like no cg to speak of and it's really interesting to to see that and talk about that um anyway if you want to listen to that bonus content you got to go to patreon.com slash drunk bible study if you sign up to become one of our Patreon supporters, become part of our Patreon community, then you can get access to that bonus content every single week where we do things not only like watching movies and talking about the way the Bible has been portrayed in movies, but also bringing on guest experts, also just riffing with some of our guests that come on, giving little trivia and fun factoids about the stuff that we're reading, basically just immersing you in so much more Bible study knowledge (laughs) than anyone could ever ask for. So again, if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. And if we reach our goal of 300 patrons, we are going to be able to go back to doing two Bible studies a week, which is very exciting because it means you don't have to wait as long between episodes. And it means we're going to get through this whole thing much quicker than we would just doing it once a week. Um, so go tell your friends, have them sign up and join with you so that you can get more drunk Bible study more times a week. Yes. And also, I mean, be like my mom, become a patron. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> but she also did this other thing. If you don't want to become a patron yet, if you're like, Ugh, that's a lot, a lot of like Bible time. I don't know if I'm ready to commit that far yet. 
um, then <laughs> just write us a little review. We would really, really appreciate it. Um, if anyone is, you know, looking for comedy Bible podcasts, then we will show up higher in search results. You if know, you write us that common lo- search term that people put in. <laughs> well, you know, they might be looking for it. Who knows? But yeah, then we will show up higher in search results if you write us a lovely little review about what you like about this podcast. We would really appreciate it. And so with that, let's talk right, about kids. Bring It Home. Exodus I will bring it home. 15. Chapter 15. Okay. Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to Yahweh. It oh, is dear. a musical episode. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. My Yahweh. You guys, this... Sing us a song. Hey, God. This... This goes this is, on for this, like the entire chapter. I can't sing this entire time. This I'm the sorry. Whole chapter. Yeah, a song? Sing it's, us a little bit. Give us a sense of the song. No, no, no. It's only 18 it's verses. It's 18 verses. I'm not going to sing that long. I am not the <laughs> yeah, one who's the singer on this show. I'm so like, excited. You and Emma, like Jason and Emily are the professional singers. I am not. I'm not going to sing excited. this entire time. Do it. Um, you I'll went to sing school the first, for musical theater. Um, I'll did. sing the first three verses. Okay. Is that okay? Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah I, I really liked you leading me in with the Mario theme, so I think I'm going to stay with that, that theme. <laughs> do, 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 do. I will sing to Yahweh, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse <laughs> and his rider. He has thrown into the sea. Wow, ya, that's ya, bleak. Yah? 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 I will exalt him. Yahweh wait. is a man of war. Yahweh is his name. I guess I'll oh, take it to like the tomb. Pharaoh's chariots and his host. Has he cast into the sea? Bonk. Okay. <laughs> is that enough? What were you that saying, was beautiful. That was stunning. I loved it so much. <laughs> Bonk. Especially the... Like... <laughs> I wish everyone at home could have seen all of the arm and hand gestures that went along with this song, too. This is a whole choreographed number. <laughs> we have to make, like, Yahweh Mario the mashup. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Such a mashup as it never has been seen. Okay. No. Oh where, did I, where was the bonk? Okay. It says uh-huh. cast the seat bonk. Cast okay. the seat bonk is a semicolon, okay. so that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Okay, this is still a song. I'm not going to sing it because people are going to get annoyed with the Mario theme pretty soon. Okay. His chosen captains are sunk in the Red Sea. The deeps cover them. They went down into the depths like a stone. You're right hand Yahweh is glorious in power your right hand Yahweh dashes the enemy in pieces in the greatness of your excellency you overthrow those who rise up against you you send forth your wrath it consumes them as stubble all I'm saying is like none of these people are horrified by just what happened by what just happened like (sighs) like they're not like okay okay this is pretty intense here this is pretty it did say they were afraid of him which yeah, but now yeah, they're they prob- like, but we got to yeah. sing a song for this guy. Song well, all the time. It's a pretty miraculous thing that happened. Even okay, even if you divorce yourself of all the Hollywood versions of it, just purely the fact that it's like, wow, the sea, the tide happened to go out in this particular way just when we needed it, and it happened to come rushing in and capture mm-hmm. all the Egyptians. Like it happened to work out just perfectly. Even that is pretty amazing and you'd be pretty happy that it worked out that way because otherwise like they all knew that they were sitting ducks or else they wouldn't be complaining to Moses about it. Yeah. Um, so, so let's yeah. sing a song. So let's sing a Mario. song. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you sent, you send forth your wrath. It consumes them as stubble with the blast of your nostrils. The waters were piled up. Wow. <laughs> 
The floods <laughs> stood upright as a heap. The deeps were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will divide the spoil. Do a little bit of, got a little bit of John Wayne yeah, going on yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. This is like the song of like Yahweh saving the Egyptians by the is, Israelites' is, feet, John Wayne. You know, that kind of a... <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I see. You were creating saving the another Israelites song. by Egyptians? Yeah. What, Things got yeah, flipped around there. Sorry, okay. that was... You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, Yahweh, among the gods? Okay, again, referencing multiple, multiple gods. gods. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just happens to yeah. be the best. Who so is like you? this is a you? propaganda book, basically. That's a Whoa. controversial statement. Yeah, that's... Um, wow, Emily. Geez. What? I'm just saying, like, it's about... <laughs> if they're acknowledging multiple gods, this is just a book and a story about, like, talking about, like, how this god is the best god. It is definitely a very pro-Yahweh book. That is correct. One <laughs> I mean, might almost yeah. say our god is an awesome god. <laughs> One would say that. That joke went over Emily's head because she doesn't know that song. But okay. It's a hit. Well, let me finish my song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. You, in your loving kindness, have led the people that you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The peoples have heard. They tremble. Pangs have taken hold on the inhabitants of Philistia. Oh, I didn't know the, Philistine, the Philistines were from Philistia. I just assumed huh. they were from Philistine. Yeah. Philistia. 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 It sounds like a fantasy novel land. It really does. It does. I like it. I like it. Okay. Then the chiefs of Edom were dismayed. Trembling takes hold of the mighty men of Moab. All the inhabitants of Canaan are melted away. Oh, why didn't we get that story? Yeah, seriously. Wow. Terror and dread fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they are as still as a stone. Until your people pass over, Yahweh, until the people pass over who you have purchased, you shall bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, the place, Yahweh, which you have made for yourself to dwell in, the sanctuary, Lord, which your hands have established. Yahweh shall reign forever and ever. And that's the end of the song, finally. Wow, what a song. That was beautiful. C- could not I, tolerate I the think... Mario theme that long. I actually think the song may still be going. There's like quotes inside of quotes again, so who oh, who even knows? It's oh all Lord. all bets are off. But let's okay. just we'll just read it from here. So for the horses of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and Yahweh brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the children of Israel walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. Again, recap, got a yep. drink. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Recap mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. There were many in there. Many, many. Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women We're went this out even af- more into a yes. musical. And yeah, all the women is... went out after her with tambourines and with dances. I love this. this I'm so in. I wish I was at this party where they're just like, hell yeah. So all this right. is like the big sort of like dance number now. Yes. That's breaking yeah. out in yeah. the middle of this song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miriam answered them, Sing to Yahweh, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Moses? Okay, I guess we're not... Okay, No more songs. No yeah. more songs. Okay, yeah. so we have a wild party, and it's great. Yeah. Moses led Israel onward from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. Sure. And they went... Sure. 
Dang sure. it, Emily, you beat me to it. <laughs> they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they couldn't drink from the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah, which mm. I'm Does that guessing, mean bitter, I'm assuming? I, yes. Classic. Sure. Yeah. It probably does. The people murmured against Moses, saying, what shall we drink? Then They, they murmured. Okay, when I was, I mean, well, I think this is an NIV thing, but they... What shall we drink? What shall we drink? Okay. It. When I was in Christian school, <laughs> at least the translation we used always used the word grumbled. But they oh, were always grumbling. They grumbled. They grumbled always. Like they were just mm. like... Rum, rum, rum. What shall we drink? Beat, rum. Beaching all a lot to <laughs> Moses. Uh-huh. So the people Beaching. murmured slash grumbled. Yeah, against... like complained. Yes. Murmured. Yeah. Grumbled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Left fine. some nasty comments. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. Left a thumbs down review. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Saying, "What shall we drink?" Then he cried to Yahweh. Yahweh, Yahweh shown him a tree. What? Yahweh shown him a tree. What is this translation? Look, bro. Yahweh shown him a tree, and he threw it. Into the waters. What? And the waters were made sweet. Like an entire uh, tree? What? It could be a I, tree. could be some sticks. could be some bark. I don't know. Something purified the water. Basically. That's a very, yeah. very weird way of saying that, but okay. Yeah. Huh. Then he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them. And he said, if you will diligently listen to Who? the voice of Yahweh, your Who's God. Who's talking right now? Maybe it's Moses. I think it's Moses. Uh-huh. Okay, sorry. If you will diligently listen to the diligently listen to the voice of Yahweh your God, and will do that which is right in His eyes, and will pay attention to His commandments and keep all His statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians. For I am Yahweh who heals you. Okay, I think oh God, I think that was Moses quoting Yahweh, but I'm not going to go back and yeah, do that, that again. Was it's fine. Okay. That was yeah. I don't know who they, he is. They came to Elim. Elim where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees, and they encamped there by the waters. And that, 70, wow. 70 palm trees. We counted Perfect. them all. Exactly is, 70. <laughs> for aesthetic is, purposes. <laughs> yeah. That is the end of the chapter. Wow. Wow. Well, action-packed, man. Yeah. So what happened to Pharaoh is my question. Um, Did Pharaoh also die? They didn't specifically say, and finally yeah. this asshole Pharaoh also <laughs> perished. Gosh. In the movies that I've seen, Pharaoh lives, and it's kind of like this tragic irony that he lives to see like all of his armies destroyed. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't clarify if Pharaoh died or not. Yeah, it is. It it never specifies specifically that Pharaoh died, right? All of his armies and all his people. So you assume that yeah. he would. But if this is Ramses, then that's. Not how Ramses well, died. Yeah, so, but, but if this is an actual leader, he's going to bring his army, but he's not leading the charge into the Red Sea. He's yeah. which is which conflicts with what movies show us. But right. it's like he's an actual king, so he's going to be like, "Y'all go and do this. I'm going to wait back here." Yeah, that's right? what I figured. But yeah, well, but knows? this did say that he went out with them, didn't it? Well, he went I on it, the journey with them, but I don't know if he went into right. the sea with them. But this is like a two-day journey minimum across the sea. Probably, realistically, like three days with like having to rest for a little while. Maybe mm-hmm. four days. Right. So he would probably be out in there. I, I, I think if he was smart, 
if you watch mm. what any like historical king does in battle, it's like you hang at the back, right? Because you're the yeah. most important person, and you got to give the command. And so it said not a single person survived. Well, I don't know what to tell <laughs> you, in, Emily. All right. Well, I'm interested you, to know. Yeah, what's going to happen next, Emily? What are your predictions? Well, either Pharaoh will make an appearance, or he won't, and we never hear of him again. And I don't know. I mean, they were led out of Egypt into Israel. So I guess they got to like start their home and their family and stuff in Israel now. And there will probably well, be more trials and tribulations. Bear in mind, Israel doesn't exist yet, Emily. They're going to make so it so far as just a person. Israel's just the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Jacob, Jacob and yeah. sons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Israel. <laughs> sorry. Emily. <laughs> Israel, yeah. Israel, the country doesn't exist until 1948. So that'll okay. be one of the last chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Revelations revisited. Israel becomes this place. Cool. Revelations redux. Uh, I like that. I gotta <laughs> yeah. say, I Just loved. Good. I love the fact that Joseph made a cameo in this. That, that was, was nice. so nice. Yeah. I know. It was Aww. like, hey, we missed you, bro. How you doing? Yeah, I thought we were done with you, Donny Osmond, but and I no. I know I ridiculed you back in the day, but now that you're back, I'm like, oh, I missed you. Nobody is yeah. ever fully done with Donny Osmond. <laughs> he lives in our hearts and minds. <laughs> oh man. And with that note, we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we can't wait to get into more Moses shenanigans with you next time. Peace. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at DrunkBibleStudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Jace Lindgren, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the book of Exodus is Our Story Begins by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. 